0: Hey Danielle, I just saw your story about becoming a mom or having friends that become moms and how it's impacted our friendship and I'd love to share my situation. I'm 34, single, and have no children. The majority of my friends over time have gotten married and started families. Yay! Getting married, the friendships really start to taper off and interacting got less frequent But as soon as momhood started, it really crippled our friendships. So I rarely get to see or hear from my friends. And when I do, it's always a quote unquote, we should get together. But there's no follow through or actual interaction. Um, I understand that they're busy and I don't really make a deal of it. But I really do miss having my friends to do things with. And being single with no kids at this age can make it hard because we typically get forgotten in many Situations, So they'll do all kinds of couple get-togethers or family get-togethers and don't even invite or include me, even if it's all people that I know.
1: In the world of female friendship, specifically among adult women, it seems there's nothing that impacts our relationship more than somebody having kids. Suddenly, there's this powerful yet invisible tectonic shift. And despite promises we make to each other that nothing will change, everything does. In this episode, you'll hear from several women, some who have children, some who do not, some who are trying, and they'll all speak to how motherhood impacted their friendships. Along the way, I'll offer some insights in the hopes of fostering understanding and clarity. And then at the end of today's episode, a special first for me, I share a conversation that I had with one of my friends that... We recorded over drinks and we talk openly for the first time with each other about how motherhood impacted our friendship dynamics and what we are doing to work through it. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you'll notice that this episode is a lot different from what we typically do. I won't offer too much research and exercises and um, because I think it's important that we hold space for a conversation that not enough of us are having. So it's time to surface those thoughts that you just keep in your head so that we can have more understanding among each other. So if that sounds like something you're ready to do, let's dive in. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. Now, even though we're specifically talking in this episode about friendship at the intersection of motherhood, a lot of themes that emerge during this discussion are universal to friendship itself, just in general. Whether you have had a child or you have a friend who has had a child, it's going to force you to grapple with a couple things. One, adjusting your expectations of the relationship. Two, having to communicate your needs, your desires, your boundaries uh 3 reprioritizing and reevaluating your your commitments which relationships in your life do you have the mental emotional uh capacity for now because you know this this new life season is going to require you to pivot a little bit and to kind of recalibrate this is true of any new life season that a friend enters into and how it impacts the dynamic overall but yes it's especially prevalent during motherhood so I want to share one experience that a listener um, submitted and it speaks to how she had to adjust her expectations and was surprised by having to reconcile her expectations with reality when she became a mother herself
2: very close friend of mine was so excited that I was having this baby And wanted to be a part of our lives but as soon as the baby came she made every excuse not to come and it's hurtful only because she amped up some of my expectations of her always wanting to come over and help out and have dinners and we've invited her several times to have dinner with us we've Um, included her on family events and non-family events and it seems like every exception in the world is made for her not to come. There's a part of me that grieves because we couldn't do this together because that's what we always wanted to do but there's another part of me that feels like I've tried to include you on this journey with me and I've tried to not only make it about me but also make it about you And it seems that no matter how I try to include or persuade, it's always something that she wants to do, just me and her. And I'm not just a me anymore. And I don't mean that like my husband doesn't give me time off to go out with my friends, but I feel like it's a lot to ask every event be just me.
1: Now for my mom friends, I want to ask you to settle into some self-awareness right now, okay? What expectations do you have of your friend? So I know you're going to say something like, you know, oh, well, to support me, but let's define that. What does that look like? And then can we offer some grace in accepting the fact that for many of our friends, they've never had practice or exercise in this space, a child emerging into the relationship is brand new for them too. So even though our life has changed because we've, you know, we have a child now, their lives have changed as well. It's just that our new life change is of the visible sort and we can see it. But we fail to acknowledge that her life has changed too. So we're both trying to figure out what this looks like now that there's this new human being involved. And so we have to sometimes remember that and not necessarily center ourselves in the narrative.
3: One of my friends, she was just really honest with me. She was like, okay, I get it, Jacqueline, you have kids. And I have no idea what that's like, but I still want my friend. And so how can we work this out? Can you get away for girls night sometimes? And then can I just come over and hang out with you and the kids sometimes? And then that's what we did. And then I had to be honest with her and say, you know, I have kids and I'm a stay-at-home mom and I have one income, so I can't take a cruise to the Caribbean anymore. I just don't have the finances. But can we do a staycation? And I would love to be a part. And so if she wanted to go on a cruise with friends, she, I just wasn't one of the friends that went. And then if she wanted to hang out with me, we would do something that was a staycation And, you know, like I said, it was kind of interesting, but we're still friends 20 years later. So it was cool.
1: I appreciate that story so much. Because it speaks to the beauty of communication and compromise. So we hear that all the time. But there's one mistake that we make in female friendships. And you hear me say this all the time. We have a previous podcast episode in season one about the three expectations of friendship that set us up for disappointment. It was one of our most downloaded episodes. And one of the expectations that I touched on was, oh, we're friends. I shouldn't have to say what I need that is a lie for you all to be on the same page you're going to have to say aloud what you expect what you need what your boundaries are but we often romanticize female friendship and believe that we have a bond that transcends a need to communicate and that's not necessarily true I believe that too many female friendships are ending prematurely because we won't have a conversation but we have to talk it out even if it feels weird and um, like a, a little formal it's exactly what we're going to have to do if we want to maintain the relationship but whenever somebody has a baby within a female friendship dynamic we are going to have to assess do we want to put in the work that's not to shame anyone that doesn't make anybody a bad person or a bad friend but we're out of practice we have no experience being friends in this new rhythm in this new space with another human being who's suddenly priority. We have never been friends here before. It's new territory. And so you are going to have to assess, man, do I have the mental and emotional capacity to keep this going through this new season? And sometimes for some of us, the answer is no, but it is going to require us to bend and to do the work if We choose to keep the relationship
4: going. So I feel like when I became a mom, and I became a mom a lot earlier than my friends did. So I was young. I was 22 years old. And um, my friends were still, you know, living the life and kind of like doing their single life thing, which was fine. But um, they kind of acted, honestly, like I dropped off the face of the earth, even though I didn't. I felt like they all of a sudden didn't invite me to anything anymore or if they did it was only very specific nights Um, and the biggest thing that really hurt me was I remember they planned a huge girls trip down south and we did everything together keep in mind like these this was my core friend group that I've had ever since I was young and um, they basically planned this trip and I had no idea about it one stay-at-home
1: mom specifically spoke to how her change in motherhood affected even her relationship with other mom friends but it became more of an issue of moms who are stay-at-home moms and those who work outside of the home and I thought her perspective was especially unique
5: um but yeah I think this is really hard and it's really nuanced and you know it's not that like working women or women without children are not bad. And they're not like, they never take into account what I've got going on or whatever. Like nobody takes me seriously. It's not that, but it's, you know, things are just different. And I think too, another thing that gets kind of twisted in my brain. And I know in a lot of other stay-at-home moms brains is that, you know, sometimes being a stay-at-home mom is not what we had envisioned for our life. And, um, you know, I owned my own business before I had kids. And so I don't hold any resentment toward that or that situation or whatever it is that I've got going on I mean this is a life that I've chosen I'm super thankful to be able to be able to lead this because I know that there's so many women out there who would love to stay home with their kids but there is also that kind of like you know when you know a a working mom is like hey can you meet me for a 1 p.m lunch or like a 4 p.m happy hour you're like no because I have to drop my kids off at karate like no I can't do that (laughs) um or like it's nap time. Um, there's that kind of like you know they have free time to be able to go have lunch and all of that. You know and you have to check your emotions there, and that makes it really hard to have those thriving kind of friendships. You know.
1: And hey, let's keep let's keep it real here for a second. Even though I'm preaching that you have to communicate to stay on the same page, communicating your needs and desires doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be exempt from feeling loneliness and isolation during that period. I can still communicate my needs to you, but still feel like I'm alone in this new space and nobody understands. Sometimes those two things still go together. And so one mom uh, shared her story of doing the work in bending and accommodating, but still feeling um, a little alone
6: in her experience. I became a mom somewhat early. I was 23, and we had three kids before I was even 30. There have been different struggles over the years with that. At first, friendship was hard because as a new mom, I was young, and all my friends were out partying, which I could not do anymore. Then, when we did find a group of friends with kids, everyone was older than us, so they were in different life stages, buying homes or going on vacations, and it was really hard to not compare When we had our third, I was a year away from being 30 and it was kind of the sweet spot of our friends were finally having kids, but I also had a five and a half year old. So I had an oldest kid with me and a baby and the balancing of that was really difficult. Um, Friendship means so much to me, so in each dynamic I made it work, but the comparison and loneliness that comes with being different than the moms around me was really hard.
1: One of our listeners shared her story um, about how having a baby during the pandemic made it difficult to communicate her needs because it almost became like an out of sight, out of mind thing when she was experiencing physical isolation due to the coronavirus. My son just turned one and my friendships
7: changed, I think in at least two distinct ways over the past year since becoming a mom. First, my life changed so drastically. My energy was all going into my child. My focus dropped changed. The transition was harder than I thought it would be and I think in a lot of ways partially due to pandemic lockdown a few months in but also just sheer isolation of the newborn stage that my friends didn't see or realize how much my world had changed. This caused more distance in those friendships and a lack of understanding. Despite my one-sided attempt to put in effort, feeling a need for connection, I felt I was getting little support or encouragement in return. And that was out of, I believe, just sheer ignorance toward what it really means to become a mother. On the other hand, I had one friend who truly leaned in closer, supported me in many ways. This also came from a vulnerable place of understanding that we are both in completely different life stages, but we can still love and support one another through that.
1: One dangerous habit that we tend to have is to make assumptions for our friends, even believing that we're doing something generous. So not inviting each other out or um, making moves without the other or, you know, operating off of some certain assumption because we made interpretations of what they're doing or saying and think we're helping By acting in response to that. But the problem is we never had a direct conversation and it can cause um, distance and misunderstanding. So I want to play a couple of stories here, beginning with one non-mom who offers how, you know, mom friends often make assumptions for her.
0: It's just so hard to find um, that balance between how they can be a mom and run their families and be engaged in all of that. And then also include us. And oftentimes there's a lot of miscommunications or assumptions going on both ends. Like they feel like we don't wanna be around their kids. And for me, I would love to go to your kid's football game. That would be so, much. I'll be the fun aunt in the crowd cheering them on with the air horn. Becoming a mom changed the list of people that I thought were my friends,
7: but it didn't divide my mom friends from my friends who don't have kids. I got mom shamed by other friends who had kids and thought I don't need to chase relationships with people who aren't supportive. But I also have friends who don't want their own kids who shocked me with the way they love my son as a part of me, as a valued part of the package of my friendship. He's helped me weed out people who don't return my efforts in friendship and he's surprisingly deepened other relationships for me. I never really thought about how he would impact my relationships besides my marriage and my relationships with his grandparents but he's had a great impact on the overall quality of the friendships in my life.
0: I have found that my friends with older teenage kids tend to be more available or able to interact but it's still at weird hours when the kids are at school or otherwise occupied or My friends with college aid kids are kind of back in the childless stage and become a lot more engaged in the relationship. So it can be the struggle bus for us childless and single gals, but I really do cherish those relationships, even if I do get to see them only once or twice a year.
1: And then there are those pieces of this conversation that I think we sometimes don't highlight and they get lost in what seems like a clear black and white situation. I want to read for you one direct message that I received, um, which I so appreciate because it elevates a certain voice in this overall conversation. Um, The listener writes, maybe this doesn't fit or maybe it does, but I'm hoping that it can resonate with somebody else. So, we don't have any children here with us. I have lost three babies late in my pregnancies. Pretty early on, I established some new connections and friendships, like a lot of women do when they're expecting, trying to bond with other women on the same journey. But those friendships didn't last. Whether fault was on my end or theirs or a combination of the two, they just didn't work out. At the time, it left me feeling left out and abandoned. But now, outside of the situation, I can recognize why those friendships even came to be in the first place. They were only forged in future parenthood, and I lost mine. I also lost some significant friendships from college. I think just people not knowing how to handle an uncomfortable situation and not being grown enough to try. That being said, so many of my friends have children. Some of my closest ones too. And I love those babies and their mamas so much. Our friendships have definitely changed and morphed over the years, especially post-kids. I think maintaining real closeness requires a lot more patience, understanding, and support on both ends. I'm so glad for this message because it speaks to the need for understanding. That definitely resonated with me um, as I was reading our listener submissions through it all there are some women who are still working and bending and communicating and finding a way to maintain their friendships even through seasons of new motherhood. I was the
3: first one of my friends to have children and none of my friends had children until almost 10 years later. Um, I think one of the main things that help us restore relationship is that um, I think one, it's just plain maturity at some point, you know, it's like they just had to realize like seasons change, you know, we have to adapt. And then for myself, like we both had to realize that for me, I had to realize, you know, just because I had children, it doesn't mean that their world is going to stop for me, but it doesn't mean that they don't love me. It just means that we have to rework how the relationship looks and um, it took a little bit of time to figure that out and then they had to realize the same that I can't hang out like I used to because I have children they needed to figure out how to get quality time with me without you know like I can't just get rid of my children you know Um, and so we had to work it around it sometimes we had quality time with my children and then sometimes we did girls nights Um, another thing is that Um, my close inner circle of friends were all women of faith and we believe that there's a foundational truth found in scripture and there are certain truths that if we all stand upon them we're always going to have a solid foundation that we can return to and so it was very easy to say like instead of getting all in our own thoughts and our emotions, and then we build this whole case against each other, we can return to the truth that, okay, my friend does not hate me. My friend has a newborn. That newborn needs her. You know, like redirecting ourselves to thinking on what is true, what is right, what is honorable, and what is good.
1: Now, as a coach, I'm really big on not sharing my personal experiences because I don't want to unintentionally position my experience as the model for anything that I advise or discuss with clients. You are the focus here on the show. You are the one whose goals and, and feelings and relationships I care about most However, on today's podcast, I thought with this topic, it was a unique opportunity to talk to my friends because as I began to hear these stories that were being submitted, I was inspired to have a conversation with the women in my life, specifically one of my friends. Her name is Quena. And so I want to share with you a recording from a conversation we had while drinking sangria about the ways in which motherhood has affected our friendship. I have a two year old son, she does not yet have children. And we've seen ways in which uh, that has impacted our dynamic. One thing I want to say is I feel like you were one of few friends in my life that made that transition smoothly with me. Like I feel like some friends faded out or it was very surface where they were like, oh, how's the baby? But they slowly faded away and it felt like they were asking because they had to. But I feel like you were... One of the friends who was like, okay, well, you know, I saw this and I thought of you. Or, oh my gosh, I was thinking the other day, you could do this activity with them. Like super involved throughout the whole process. Afterwards, wanted to see the baby. You know, still found ways to hang out by like coming to the house, even though I have the baby so I can't leave. But like accommodating what it can look like to hang out and still making it work. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. And so I never told you that. I really appreciate you for that.
8: That's super sweet. First of all, I would like to say thanks for having me. It's truly a pleasure. But no, really, um, I I can't give myself credit for that. I really can't because um, in a way I had practice already. You know, like you weren't my first friend to become a mother. Mm. So I kind of already, I had to learn from that previously to better know how to Adjust to like in somewhat like a new friendship that we had,
3: mhm,
8: so and the main thing that um me not having children and my friends having children, the main thing that I had to do was um like give you guys space, but still be around. Right. Oh, so I knew that we couldn't continue to do the same things that we used to do, or you know like hang out super late or you know, it it just had to be boundaries on my part. I had to respect the new woman that you were, you know, but still at the same time, still be available and still be your friend. Mm. So I just I I respect the person, the new person that you
1: were. What what was the difference between me and then the first friend you had who had a kid? So what were the differences in how um, you adapted?
8: Um, Okay, so, like, the first time I was much younger, so in a way I was, like, more selfish, and, like, um, you know, like, you're my friend, and we've been doing things like this for so long, and um, I just had to become accustomed to a new life, so once you became a mom, I already knew some of those things, like, okay, you know, she's going to be tired, and she's going to... Um, she can't hang out as late as she normally does and she has to check in and call the baby and, you know, stuff like that. So I I think um, I was more understanding and I could, um, I wasn't so selfish at that point. You know, I was able to kind of like uh, see where you were coming from and mm-hmm. to know that it's not so much about me. And not being a mom, I have to realize that, like, being a mom is, like, one of the hardest jobs ever, you know? So, it's like, um, I applaud you. You know, I respect that. So, like, the first um, moment when I realized, like, it was time for me to step back a little was when you were getting married. I took that. Oh, God, I took that's that, a whole uh, other. I, t- <laughs> I, I, I took that so hard I took that so hard like I remember your mom was um she did like the whole slide show and everything oh god you were a mess oh my <laughs> god I had to step away I went in the restroom and I cried like did a you baby. really I cried like a baby she had our pictures from high school and stuff and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't take this. I can't take it. Like, I can't. <laughs> Ryan is taking my friend away from me and I can't take this." Woo. Oh my Man. god.
1: Oh. Okay, so let me ask you that with like, you know, family life and husband, kids and all that. Would you say that like what what about in terms of like conversation or the quality of our hangouts when we had them? Do you feel like Oh, it's it's still us and we pick back to what we have? It's, or do you feel like I'm, like, mommy brain and it's, like, you... Does it take away from us hanging definitely out?
8: Definitely mommy brain. Definitely mommy brain. I wouldn't <laughs> say... I would no, say no, 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 definitely. No. I, I'm pretty sure you asked me. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> Okay, okay, fair but, enough. But we still have fun. It's still like, you know, how it was back in the day. I mean, not exactly <laughs> how it was, but like when we hang, we hang. You yeah, we yeah. like, yeah, we have a good time. So I, I appreciate that. I really do. And I need that.
1: Yeah. I need that. You know? I do too. I, I think that's one of the things is. You know, sometimes I hear from women like, oh, my friends, like they stopped inviting me out or they assume I'm a mom, so they don't even ask anymore or they don't even. But but for me, I always feel like I need you too. Like I need to be reminded you are not just mom Mm -hmm. like you are Danielle.
8: I appreciate the conversation about motherhood and, you know, everything else, because I'm learning from that, you know, so I I appreciate all that because that's helping me grow.
1: Hmm. interesting let me take another sip of sangria (laughs) (laughs) you know aristotle tells us that there are three kinds of friendships three tiers uh the first is friendships of uh utility then friendships of pleasure and finally friendships of virtue And so it's really special when we find those bonds that we can maintain and even strengthen through the course of our lives that satisfy us in multiple ways. But I don't want us to have a bitterness or resentment toward friendships that didn't last uh, when one became a mother, because it's natural that when a new season comes upon us, that it affects everybody involved. And some friendships just naturally can't sustain because of what they're made of or because of the container that they've been in throughout the friendship. Maybe it's been a friendship of utility where we enjoy each other, but we we are uh, together because we each get something out of it. It might be one of pleasure where we're having fun and doing lots of sp- uh, spontaneous things, but now the conditions uh, that have um, presented themselves are no longer conducive for that. And we don't have any practice outside of being friends of pleasure okay some people don't have the emotional capacity to keep it going or they're just unsure and unequipped that doesn't make them bad people it doesn't mean we should start questioning their loyalty was it real this whole time if you left me after you had a kid okay so I just want to offer that perspective because I know sometimes we're grappling with releasing things, with, with the narrative that we're creating as a relationship kind of ends and and uh, winds down. And that's okay. It doesn't make it any less painful and you might miss her and what you had, but some friendships, yes, will be sifted along the way. The main thing I think is important to remember here is that just as one woman having a baby can change a friendship in terms of like creating distance or misunderstanding it can also make some friendships even stronger than before so that's just something I want us to keep in mind and my hope is that this conversation and you hearing all these voices it creates some more clarity and understanding around friendships that you have as a woman whose friends began having children or as a new mom yourself and I am rooting for you always On your ongoing journey toward better female friendships.